following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and sometimes, and I do believe sometimes, um, entertaining uh, radio (laughs) show on Earth. That would be Radio Law Talk, hosted by me, Frederick Penny, with my co-host, Denise Dirks, and uh, we have Todd Kuhn. And by the way, your brother called me the other day, Todd, Uh and I told him, I said, I have to always write your brother Todd's name down when I'm doing the radio show, because sometimes I'll think of your brother's name and accidentally almost give him some free publicity, which I don't want to do. No, no, you don't, you don't want to do yeah, that. And, and, hey, and, then, and then you've got Cal Hunter behind the glass. Cal, how are you playing with the uh, buttons back there? Yep. Um, and that's and, all I'm doing, uh, just playing. Yeah, and so that's what you do. Uh, today is going to be an interesting day. And why is it interesting? It is post-Halloween. And post-Halloween, I, I haven't told you about some things I'm going to do today. You have no idea about some things I'm going to quiz you guys on i have the statistics and i'm going to ask you guys for the next three hours on what state gives out the most can uh, of okay what's i'll give you the state and you say what candy is passed out in halloween in that state more than any other candy and believe it or not you think that all the basic ones would be the same there are so many varieties in different states that are more popular than others you would have no idea. And we're going to do that. And and I'm going to ask you guys, I, I'm not going to let you see my cheat sheet here, and I'm going to see who's going to be smart enough to figure out what's the most popular candy in, say, South Dakota or North, North Dakota to pass out during Halloween. And we're going to have fun with that. We're going to do a case or no case. We have Johnny Depp in the news again. Yes, Johnny Depp. Anytime he's in the news, there is a settlement in one of his cases. He has multiple cases going right now. And it is a big one. We're going to talk about pumpkin injuries. And trick or treat at a sex offender's house. The court is weighing in on that. So we're going to discuss a court ruling on trick or treating and what they can or can't do at a person's house that's a a former sex offender, even if they're rehabilitated, and what a sheriff's department did and what the court said about it. We're going to discuss that. And then we should be able to get to the NCAA college new rules about, uh, you know what, I think because of the law and the possible lawsuits coming out of California uh, that they're going to allow the, they passed the new law that allows the uh, uh, the athletes to uh, make money on their lightness and their anytime something's sold with their apparel, they, they're going to change their mind. Saw this one coming. Saw it coming. We all did. The way we did. We talked about Epstein, right? That's we, coming up. If we can get to, I want to talk about Epstein. Yeah. But, we, you know, again, we, we're going to get to as much as we can the first hour. But we, we definitely have I, Epstein. Right? I only say that because that's one that Denise, and we all talked about it, but that's one that Denise, you particularly called because of injury. We'll talk about that. And Denise has got her CS, what, what is it? CSI radio law talk cap on. <laughs> well, it's just if we don't. <laughs> if we, it just depends if we can get to that because we have so many fun things coming up. And uh, case or no case, I am leading in case or no case. That is everybody's favorites. Well, now, I thought we're all at zero again. Uh, no, well, we, we did last oh. week. We, we, we did the first round last week. Now, I'm still at zero. Yeah. Look, no, look, I have a it, few points. We have to maintain some sort of consistency, a base, a constant. And if, if I have to sacrifice points in order for people to have that constant, then I will. No, Because I, 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 I'm a giver. I I'm have two points. You have zero. Both Current you have score, zero. Denise two, um, Fred two, Todd zero. Oh, no, I lost. I put my two points up, remember, and I lost. So it's two, zero, zero. zero. Those yes. of you who are saying, what the heck is that? That is where Cal is going to give us a case. It's either a real case or a fake case. we got to determine what the outcome was, and we win points. We win points because we win a prize at the end, which, by the way, I am almost like the voice. Who's the guy on the voice that always win? What's his name? I, I know Blake, um, Blake Shelton. Oh, Blake Shelton. Yeah, so I'm like the voice. I've won both the past two times. I have won case or no case, and I'm owed dinner and uh, Donna's spaghetti. Now, 
Uh, if you want to weigh in, you call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Remember, you can email us after the show's over at info at radiolawtalk.com. We love your emails. Thank you very much uh, for your emails, but we can't respond to all of them. By the way, big news. Uh, next week, we're going to announce a new affiliate, a big, good affiliate in a awesome. state that we're not currently in, and uh, they are coming on next week. Uh, outstanding. Uh, just about case or no case, let me tell you something. I think my ultimate dream, and this is going to be an odd dream because I have weird dreams, but I would love to be able to stand before St. Peter or whatever at the pearly gates the same time Cal Hunter does. I, I really would because I guarantee you the question will come up, Mr. Hunter, were you totally honest in all of your dealings and everything? He's going to say yes. And then they're going to start playing past episodes of Case or No Case where he came up with fib after fib yes. after fib. And, you know, it's like, welcome to H-E double hockey sticks, Cal. I know, right? Take the elevator, pal. <laughs> Not up, down. All right, here we go. Here's your Case right. or No Case. I want you to meet somebody. You're going to like this. Now it's time right. to go. play Case or No Case. I want you to meet Brian Zembic and his $100,000 Boobs. I'm not making this up. $100,000 what? Boobs. Boobs. Yes. He's a Canadian magician and a professional high-stakes gambler specializing in blackjack and blackgammon. He's also a man who apparently cannot walk away from any bet. This particular bet was made in 1997 during a vacation in Europe. He said I was with two friends and his girlfriend at the time was flaunting her her chestular assets. And he said, I said to my friend, if I had those, I could get as much attention as she and accepting the observation, Zembic's friend how much said, how much money would you take to prove that? He said 100000 bucks. He said, done. Get him put in. Leave him in for a year. You get a hundred grand. Ooh. So he did. Oh, my gosh. 38C, to be precise. And his wow. friend did not pay. No. And so I ask you, case or no case? Ooh. And I think, well, since Todd has zero points and Denise has zero, uh, let's start with Mr. Cunin. Mr. Cunin, what say you? Case oh, or no this case? case brings back harsh mem- memories. Yes, yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but... I knew the puns were coming. Well, you know, yeah, I just, I just, I, you know, just want to... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you abreast of my answer. Okay, thank so, you. So uh, I am going to say, <laughs> if if people could see the look of death I am getting from Denise. I well, Denise and I looked at each other like, I'm really? apologizing for even bringing up the whole case, but it was so fascinating. It was, yeah, I it was, to do it it was fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, I am going to say, just because I'm the first one and I'm going to steal Denise's thunder because she is more prone to do this recently, I'm going to say, as, as fascinating as it is, no case. Huh, okay. I, I'm just going no case on that one. You're going to go right there. Boom. Um, Ms. Dirks, what say you? I, I know this is a scenario. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about this, and I, I know this is a scenario. The question is, does he sue his friend for $100,000? Not only 100000 but a $10,000 for each year that he leaves them in subsequent for a lifetime. Oh, and, and this is 97 and? A lot of money. Do you know when the case was? 1997. Got, he got him done in 98, and I, uh, I don't know yeah. when the case was. I don't know. No, I don't know. 97 is when it was done. Well, those things only have a 10-year shelf life. I'm not going to tell you how I know about that, but, you know, they, they recommend, so. What yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb. Go on a limb. I'm going to say case, and he wins. All right. Fred, what say you? Um, I'm going to agree with Denise on the it's a case. I'm saying this is a case. <laughs> yeah, I've heard and, of it. And, and I'm going to say he sues, but uh, the answer is he loses. That is, the individual to put in the $100,000, um, you know, uh, frontal areas. The and reward, I, as The it reward. Were. And the reason is because it was not a true contract. I don't think there was a true agreement, even though he said it, it was in just... Uh, and he didn't do it. Uh, it wasn't like, hey, let's let's agree to this. It was just like kidding. And so, therefore, there's no agreement. It's a case, and the man with the breast loses. So uh, this is going to be titillating for sure, folks. That came from Denise. I can see her sitting there going, I got I to gotta do something. I could see uh, it. We'll be right back with Denise throwing out the jokes. <laughs> case or no case. Answer to Case or No Case is coming right up right here on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. Don't spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the dock. At the quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone like nobody else could possibly understand we understand we're overeaters anonymous and we have helped thousands of people just like you people who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy rewarding life overeaters anonymous help me get my life back now i eat in a way that's healthy and good for me i never realized what i was missing out on with oa i am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at oa.org. You're listening to radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. You can call in at 855 Law Radio if you want to comment on a case or no case. We're talking about the. Uh, uh, Brian Z- uh, Zenbeck, that uh, his buddy said, he said to his buddy something in effect to his wife, like, if I had those, I could make all kinds of money or something like that. And he says, all right, you do it. He goes, how much will you pay me? So he says, I'll pay you a hundred grand. And so he goes and gets his implants. He's a 38C. He's a male. And the buddy didn't pay. And this is in Canada. And so the question is, is it a case or no case? And if he sues, that is, Brian sues, does he win? And Denise, you said 
yes, it's a case, and yes, he wins. I said, yes, it's a case, no, he loses, and you said, this is all fake. Yes, I said, no case. No. <laughs> all fake. Good. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I mean... <laughs> I'm glad Santa Claus is laughing. By the way, his beard's getting longer because he plays in a play for Santa Claus, and he's getting there. Well, I think this year he's going to be Scrooge. I'm going to be on a, 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 a Christmas Carol instead of. A, yeah. A oh, show. you're going to be Scrooge or what? No, I don't get to be Scrooge. After I have like six, it's one of those plays where I have like six parts, you know. Oh. Actor number two, Fezziwig. But uh, you have Cratchit. your beard going. Okay, we yeah. diver- we we Just digressed. Yeah. We digressed. Cal, yeah. tell us who the winner is. But I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? I said that it is a case, and the plaintiff loses because they were just kidding around. Yeah. It wasn't like a real agreement. No meeting of the minds. No meeting in the minds. It was a tit-for-tat conversation. <laughs> I don't know what a tat is, but if I had one, I'd trade it for the other. Yeah, but, Either way. Okay, but, but here we go. Now, for those of you who said this was an actual case, may I see, it was a scenario. Oh. I'm sorry. It was a scenario, but Todd! okay. <laughs> Todd is standing. He finally wins something. Oh, my heavens to Betsy. Todd have, is a winner. I have prevailed over my compatriots in this game of case or no case. You know, in the show Bones, when somebody gets something right, they get to be king of the lab. Yes. So now Mr. Todd Kunin, ladies and gentlemen, Two is points. king of the studio. Two points. King Two of the points. studio. So we're all tied. Good job. No, hey, I'm you know what? zero. Oh, a, you're zero. A title that shall only last for the next 45 minutes, probably, but... Go ahead, Cal. Tell <laughs> us what happened. Zembic said the first time I showed my friend, he laughed for 10 minutes. And said, that's the best $100,000 I ever lost. So he immediately wired it to his bank account. And 20 years later, Zembic still has them. He says he likes the attention. And he gets 10000 a year for every year that he's kept them. And the guy who made the original deal, a fellow better, has paid off faithfully. Every, 10000 so every cool. year? Every year for Kia. Isn't that ridiculous? Wow. I, I wouldn't do it for 10000 a year. I don't think I would way. either. I, I don't yeah. think I'd do anything. I, 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 don't like, I don't like scalpels, so I don't want anything. Yeah, really. and that, folks, is Case Under Case. Yes. Next hour, I take you to the gem state of Idaho. Oh, nice. All, all, all nice. I'm, I'm going to say is I threw out a couple of puns, but... Boy, they lack this, support. This is... <laughs> if, if I... Totally <laughs> think he was... my heart. Uh, no, I, I just say that, you know, I... I I'm, 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 I'm in a support group and is really testing my resolve. <laughs> Can we? Uh, we're going to move on. Yes, I think we should. Yeah. Remember, we're only talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. Do not uh, use what we say here on Radio Law Talk as pure legal advice because it's not legal advice. But again, we always say the best place to use anything that we talk about here is at the dinner table uh, when your in-laws are trying to one-up you by saying they say. All right? That's it. Johnny Depp is finally settling his battle with his attorney, Jake Bloom. Jake Bloom is his attorney. Let me just give you a background. And over the years, what, 15 years working uh, with Johnny Depp, apparently, and I didn't know this, in Hollywood, there's a lot of lawyers that work for Hollywood stars. They don't have a contract. It's, it's kind of a handshake deal. But the courts held, the first thing is, is that there was a contingency or an agreement, a contingency agreement between Johnny Depp and his attorney. And in order under California law to have such an agreement and charge money as a lawyer, it has to be in writing and signed by both parties. And guess what? They didn't have a signed written thing. So uh, Johnny Depp sued his attorney and their law firm for $30 million because that's how much he had spent uh, in attorney's fees over the past 15, I don't know, 17 years, and they just came down with a settlement. Now, here's the confusing part. And by the way, he has a number of other lawsuits going. He recently settled his, Denise, with his manager, who he said, you know, uh, improperly took care of his funds, and then the manager argued against Johnny Depp, well, no, you spent too much. Well, the managers also were attorneys, but they were acting as as uh, managers at the time, which was right. really interesting. But Jake Bloom was his attorney. Right, right. And it was a handshake deal. And the funny thing is, well, in California, there is a concept called disgorgement of fees. And when you don't have the proper written fee agreement, then you're supposed to, as an attorney, disgorge 
fees. We'll pay his, him back. Exactly. So it was kind of interesting here because we know it was an eight figure, which okay, eight confused. figures could be 10, 10 million or it could be 30 million or it could right. be 60 million. But uh, Jake Bloom's attorney made sure to say that it was far less than what uh, Johnny Depp had claimed. And so I think what happened is Johnny Depp recognized that there was some value in Jake Bloom's services, so there was a compromise here. That's what it sounds like. But it's a minimum. If I, Last I checked, eight figures, it has to be $10 million. Yes, yeah. that's so the minimum. they said it's an eight-figure, but much less, a fraction of what he asked for, but he was asking for $30 million. So if it's 30 and it's, it's a 10, third. We, everybody can figure out it's probably $10 million at least. Wow. Um, and no, no more than 30 because he couldn't get – Anything more than what he gave. Right. But I do think that the, the uh, Jake Bloom does have an argument on unjust enrichment, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, that the value of his services unjustly enriched Johnny Depp. And the, the, the only question I have is now that this is settled, does Jake Bloom still have an issue with the state bar because it appears he had an agreement for which nothing was in writing? No. You no, know why? No. Why is that? He has retired. Aha, okay. He is now inactive. Uh-huh. By the way, Depp is still in litigation with Amber Heard, his ex-wife, who he's accusing of defamation. He still is being sued by Buckley LLP, a law firm that uh, won a decision against Bloom last year. I mean, in, in the Bloom litigation last year. And uh, he's he's trying to get $348,000 from, um, from Johnny Depp, saying he owes it to him. So we'll be back. We're going to talk more about... Pumpkin Injuries. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. 
Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. Lettyandcompany.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members Together, we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Denise, the number one... Passed out candy for Halloween in Georgia is what? According to bidonequipment.com. What is the number one candy passed out in Georgia? This it's got to be a peach of some sort. So what's peach? Um, I would say those. Don't overthink this. Oh, don't overthink it. Okay. In Georgia, the number one candy is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Hershey's Kisses. Cal. Uh, the, what's a Kit Kat bar? Kit Kat. Snickers. Snickers. Number one is Snickers. In, okay, ready? Here's another one. Wisconsin. What is the number one candy passed out in Halloween in Wisconsin? <coughs> Chocolate-covered cheese. Jelly bellies. <laughs> Jelly bellies. What do you say? That's a good guess. Um, cheese-filled crackers. Pretzel M&M's. Ooh. What? Pretzel M&M. I've never even heard of That's fake. That's fake. No. Well, let, let me tell you something. <laughs> the combination of pretzels and M&Ms is pretty awesome. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you have, to, you have to eat it right, but it's awesome. All right. Here's a good one. Uh, we have a lot of, lot of listeners in Illinois. Illinois, the number one candy passed out during Hall- uh, Halloween. What is it? In uh, Illinois? Illinois. You'll never get it. You'll never get this. I think it's a regional candy, isn't it? Something that's just produced there, like... Uh, Saltwater taffy or... Hershey bar. Hershey, okay. Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to go back with Hershey's Kisses. Hershey's Kisses? Yep. Go I'm going to say um, the candy corn. Jolly Ranchers. Huh. See, that's what I was trying to think. Jolly of Ranchers, the, the number one. Well, we're going to have play more of this later on. I'm going to see if you guys can get that. Believe it or not, there's a lot of off the wall candies, and I'm like, really? But just, but that's what we are in in Illinois. Jolly Ranchers. So, now, did you know that candy corn, when it was first made way back when Fred was just a boy, yes, was originally called chicken scratch. 
Really? Yeah, because, no. you know, people would throw corn out to feed oh, chickens, yeah. so they make candy corn, and it was sold as chicken scratch and not candy corn. <laughs> you know what's really bad, Cal? Our age, you and I... Remember way too much. I mean, yeah. not only do I like candy corn, but I love the peanuts, those little uh, orange peanut things that are like uh, styrofoam. Oh, yeah. Oh, my heavens, that is the best. My daughter loves the Peeps version of that. Oh, my heavens, that's good candy. Okay, extreme couple... (laughs) Look, pumpkin carving injuries. This is a serious thing. Believe it or not, there's a speed pumpkin carving um, little... uh, What do you want to call it? A game that they do in Colorado... uh, uh, it's uh, at a ski uh, resort and a snowboard resort club, and what they did is a speed pumpkin carving contest. Do you guys know what happened? Anybody here? I'm guessing somebody got hurt. No. Well, somebody got hurt. <laughs> well, we know the pumpkin got hurt. <laughs> the pumpkin got hurt. <laughs> Denise, what happened? Do you know? Well, yeah, I do. I um. It, this reminds me of the the radio station that did the water drinking uh, yes. contest and somebody died from yes. um, poisoning, water poisoning. Yes. This is a case of just a not well thought out contest where they picked five students to participate in a pumpkin, pumpkin carving race. And they had long serrated knives, kind of like a bread <laughs> knife, that they were having them use. Can Now, those knives didn't have any protection on them. What so could can go you, wrong? Can you imagine trying to be, you know, speedy using a serrated knife and cutting as fast as you can without a guard around your hand to protect your hand? Well, one person was injured and not mildly. We're talking very seriously injured tendons. Um, she's lost a range of motion in, and their hand strength is not there anymore. She has severe pain and she has numbness in her fingers. This is going to be permanent injury. Six hours of surgery. That's yes. That's it was terrible. just absolutely horrible. And there was like other people that were injured too. It wasn't just her, her but hers by far was the worst. And you know they're going to sue uh, based upon negligence and probably uh, maybe an intentional infliction type hazing. of the case. Hazing. They're, ha- doing. they're doing hazing? Uh, they brought hazing. Because they're students. Yeah, because oh. they like, it was their hazing. I mean, get this, go, go faster. You Did know? her pumpkin win because of the blood? Ah, <gasps> uh, that could have. That could have. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I think she... All I got to say is the eyes were really nice and straight, and then they started getting a little wiggly, and that that means the blood was just coming out so fast. All over. But, yeah, but anyway, isn't that yeah. great? We've got a great, we have a lawsuit for pumpkin carving, so there you go. So uh, the, the main thing is they lacked... There's a, apparently you can get finger guards and you can get gloves. gloves well, you can get butcher gloves. gloves, those mesh, metal yes, mesh butcher gloves, male yes. gloves. Yeah. And they didn't they didn't give them proper instruction, and so they're suing uh, for hazing, negligence, and premises liability. And we will follow this. Oh, to see you what know happens. why they're doing the premises liability, right? They want to get to the insurance company. Well, sure, of course, yeah. of course. And actually, that the the insurance probably will cover this case because that's that's something that a typical insurance will cover. Now, well, I wonder how many people thought the blood and all that was just you know part of the ambiance because it's a it's like it, you know, it's a that's, Halloween that's pumpkin what I'm carving. Saying. Yeah. Oh my gosh, look how real that is. She's and gonna she, win. Yeah, and she's scr- Wow, that is so authentic. That is just like the Julia Childs one that I saw yeah. on yes. radio on on uh, Saturday Night Live. What you must do that is. Was so hilarious. Cut the oh, I cut my finger and oh. oh. <laughs> yes, I believe I've cut the dick out of my finger. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is good. All right, oh, Todd, this is in your genre. We we got to talk about Halloween while we're still in the we're right there still at the day after Halloween. There is an issue with sex offenders and in this town in Kentucky, right? Isn't it was it in Kentucky? Where yes, was, yes. Was Kentucky. it in Kentucky where the sheriff decided to put signs on the sex offenders' uh, yards that says, don't go here, this is a sex offender, and then required the sex offender, well, many other sex offenders they couldn't get to in time to put a sign out and warn the children. And the funny thing is, this is irony at its best, this was in Butts County. Butts County. <laughs> I mean, after case or no case today, we're just covering the entire gamut, you know. Of puns. And and apparently, Butts County was right next to uh, If Anzor County. Yes, yes. So you have If Anzor and Butts County. So, uh, yeah. But the sheriff sheriff was required to notify 
the uh, trick-or-treaters of Halloween. I mean, it was part of the law. He was com- trying to right. comply with the law. Right. So he put out right. these signs, and the judge says, eh, I don't know. And there were signs specifically in the sex offender's yard to keep the trick-or-treaters away. Yeah. And what did the, the Kentucky Supreme Court say? Well, they, they said he couldn't do it. They, exactly they, right. they, said the, yeah. they said the sheriff couldn't do it. Now, but I, I do want to clarify one thing. Fred said, Todd, this is in your genre because I'm a criminal defense attorney and for no other reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to clarify. Oh, you're, not on a, you're not on any I'm, list I, I'm that not we know on of. Any, I'm not on any list. <laughs> Can you I see mean, the listeners going, oh, it's my first time listening. Oh, we got a, we got a weird guy on the on the radio. I mean, I mean, look, it, it did raise an eyebrow, and it does anytime somebody orders Cinemax and the Cartoon Network on the same cable package. You know, people want to look at you weird, but... Uh, Anyway, so, so uh, you're a criminal defense. So I'm, a, cri- I'm a criminal defense attorney, and that's why we have this here. Look, in the past, when it came to sex offender registration and notification and whatnot, it was just it was pretty much if you committed a crime, your name's going to go on some sort of website somewhere in California. It's the Megan's Law website, and a lot of states have the same thing. They've dialed that back a little bit because. Not to justify whatever offense requires somebody to register, but not all offenses are created equally. If one person has to register because they downloaded some pictures online that they weren't supposed to download, I'm not justifying that it's bad, but come on, that's not in the same category as someone who predatorily stalks a a minor and commits an act where the minor is a direct victim. Or an attack of some sort. Yes, and so the law now has started to separate the different types of registration and whatnot, and I really think that what the sheriff was doing here was a little too broad in the sense that, oh, if they have to register, clearly they're on here. I think that if you just leave it up to the sex offender to keep the house dark, to put a sign out saying, uh, no candy here, and then sit back, and if the sex offender does allow kids to go on, hey, you could, you could maybe bring an action against him, but to preemptively do it, I think was yeah. A l- reach. L- let me make a clarification. It's not Kentucky; it's Georgia. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Georgia. Georgia that this occurred in Butts County. But what happened is the court basically said, "Look, you don't know if some of these people have been rehabilitated. All you're doing is doing this on a whim." Or just, you know, without looking at each individual. And the court said, basically, the, sh- the sheriff finds it necessary to post signs in front of their homes announcing to the public that their homes are dangerous for children. Not that it's a sex offender, but this is dangerous. And again, we're all for protecting the children. Don't get us wrong. The sheriff's decision, this is the judge talking, is not based on any determination that the plaintiffs are dangerous. So they right. threw it out. And they said, and the, and the sheriff said, unfortunately, this just came down. We didn't have time to appeal because uh, it's Halloween's a, coming up. It was it was discredited under the First Amendment, correct? Right, right, yeah. right, right. So anyway, we'll be back. We're going to talk about the NCAA and its new shift to maybe get some uh, college students to get some money out of their name. We'll be right back. Which state will benefit from that? We'll talk about that and more coming up next on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. 
They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. That is Armadillo. Are Are you serious? serious? Oh, come on. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. Yeah, we're uh, only a few days post-Halloween, and we're going to talk about the NCAA uh, uh, changes in uh, because uh, maybe because of a law that California passed about the likeness of uh, college players uh, and whether or not they should be paid. Now, but here's the most important thing that we're talking about here, and that is in Montana... I ask you, what is the most popular candy passed out on Halloween in Montana? Denise, what's the most popular one? <laughs> well, I have, I, I'm going to say Reese's. Okay. Cal. Mm, uh, Montana. I used to live there. I should know this. Montana. Milky Way candy bar. Milky Way. Chocolate-covered venison chunks. <laughs> That's only in Billings. <laughs> oh, only in Billings. Okay, okay. Tootsie Pops. Close enough. Tootsie Pops. All right. Tootsie Pops are pretty good. Okay, ready for another one? We're doing this. We're doing this right now. All right, Wyoming. We're going to stick with the uh, Cowboy States. Wyoming, number one candy passed out. M&M's. Denise? I'm not getting any of these, so I guess I don't know anything about candy. I'm going to say Snickers again. Wyoming? Uh, Hoof feet? uh, Antlers? Chocolate-covered antler chunks. (laughs) How about sweet tarts? Sweet, oh, close, close enough. enough. Close enough. <laughs> sweet tarts. Got to be a similarity there somewhere. Isn't yeah. that exciting? This is more important than, than talking about the law. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. <laughs> Seek local counsel. Do not go to the courts and say, I learned from Radio Law Talk what candy is passed out in California. By the way, California, Kit Kats. Oh. My favorite candy. Oh, give me a break. Kit-Kat. Give me a break. Oh, now, Kit-Kats I found are good. what we handed out on Halloween night was 
white chocolate covered Reese's peanut butter cups and white chocolate covered Kit Kats. Oh. Well, that's a twist on it. That's yeah, good. Except that uh, my wife and I ate most of it. We didn't have any trick or treaters <laughs> in it. <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> can you see yeah, him? His beard's got all this chocolate oh, in it. Oh, crumbs I'm and chocolate. Sorry, I, kids. <laughs> I had maybe eight, and I live in a residential neighborhood. I had maybe huh. eight or ten total trick-or-treaters, and then I found out what the problem was. Uh, my doorbell doesn't work, and I've just known that, and I forgot it was there, and I didn't have a sign saying knock. And so I, I, I know there's a bunch of people that came and pushed the doorbell. We didn't come, and then they left. I'm just glad I didn't get any eggs well, on the, my garage. Or... Be, be aware of the guard cat sign could have scared well, some Well, you know, that, that's... We had some little be. punks come to our door at 1.30 in the morning, pound on the front door. Oh, no way. We saw him clearly. That's but we wow. had the most trick-or-treaters than we've ever had. We've, You know, we live at the top of a hill, and nobody would walk that hill. It's it's just a, a bear of a hill. But now we have people behind us that would just walk down the hill. <laughs> so. But in the wee small hours of the morning, that's just bad yeah, form. That's, that's what they did. Yeah. The Oregon, uh, yeah, okay, California Governor Gavin Newsom in September... Did the Fair Play to Fair Pay to Play Act was passed by the legislator in California? Governor Newsom pushed it, which basically says that players in the NCAA need to be paid for any colleges using their likeness or their name. And, and we've talked about this many a times. And though we're politically neutral here, it was very clear we leaned towards saying they got to get paid some. <clears throat> We're talking about Ohio State or Michigan makes $151 million a year off their football program or something like that, and yet these these students don't get paid any any of that, and then they they pound their bodies, and the majority don't make it to the NFL. And people argue, oh, well, they got their education. But that's a very expensive education to sacrifice your body. I mean, that's a fair point, really, if you think about it. The, the college education has significant value. Yes. But if you walk out with a knee or a hand or some other deformation. For the rest that, of your life. Yeah, exactly. And you'll Not never get it. over that. Yeah, and I, and I agree. So, so what happened is the NCAA came out this week and said, well, we're going to change these laws a little bit. But we don't agree with Gavin Newsom and California uh, and their law that is going to take effect in 2023. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and make some changes. They haven't said the changes, but they've agreed that they're going to make some payments somehow through the NCAA or through the colleges to individual athletes for uh, selling their likeness or their name. You know, and they have to do that. They they do. They had to do that now, even though the law in California is not set to take effect until 2023, because of the entire recruiting process. When when the law takes effect in 2023, you have to consider the athlete right now who's a senior in high school, who will then go to college redshirt one year. That's where you, you take a year off and it doesn't count against your four-year eligibility. And then maybe they're a backup and they don't really start to become to national prominence until if, if they're playing for a good school, probably until about 2022, 2023. And, and that's when an individual would be able to capitalize on their likeness because because now they're popular, they're on ESPN, they're doing all of this stuff. Well, if you have schools that are out there recruiting right now, and you've got a school in Nebraska that doesn't have this law, you've got a school in, in Oregon, in Wyoming, in Washington that doesn't have this law, now California has this competitive advantage because when they go recruiting, they can say, by the way, you come to our state, you can make some money because it's not... It's not against the law in California to make money on your likeness. And so to level the playing field for recruiting of high schoolers that's going on right now, NCAA had to go in and say, yeah, we're going to allow this. Or they could have done the opposite toward it, which is NCAA goes, oh, by the way, we're not gonna, you're not going to allow to play football or whatever uh, of anyone outside of California, Pac-12, you know, because you're violating the NCAA rules. Therefore, you're not allowed to play in a bowl or whatever, Cal, really quick. To their credit, to the NCAA's credit, they chose not to die on that hill. Yeah. Right. 
Yes. Right. That's smart. That yeah. is smart. They saw the handwriting on the wall and said, you know what, we got to move on off of this policy. Yes. Totally yes. agree. Yes. But they yes. still allege that California law is unconstitutional, not just that it violates their rules, but they have a constitutional argument that they're trying to take on California law head on. Now, we talk about this in terms of the well-known uh, football players or basketball players during March Madness, you have to understand that the NCAA doesn't just govern those major sports. They govern every sport, track and field, field hockey, softball, lacrosse, everything. And they govern every, like not every athlete on the football team is going to make a lot of money. I'll give you an example. A couple years ago, uh, University of Central Florida, the kicker. Now, kickers don't do a whole lot. But the kicker had a YouTube channel. And he started getting some followers because he followed his stuff around and people were interested in it. And his following got so much that he started to generate a little bit of revenue from YouTube because he said, look, people are watching your videos. We'll compensate you the way YouTube does. And the NCAA went to him and said, oh, that's a violation of our rules. You're, 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 you are in violation of NCAA rules. And he had to choose between kicking or continuing this YouTube channel, which was now paying him. He was going to earn a living because he wasn't going to be an NFL kicker. So he chose that. And then the school wanted to kick him out, so he sued the school so he could stay in and get his education. They settled he's able to do it. The ruling by the NCAA now protects people like him and even less popular individuals that are trying to find creative ways to finance their education. Yeah, they're not going to be limited now to just sports activities, but they can use their likeness. That's really super important because it allows them to commercialize somewhat. And, you know, a lot of times you've got like in women's basketball, for example, you get uh, a women player that's just outstanding and that person's going to be a role model. And now they're going to be able to be paid paid someone and get some money for being a role model. So what an interesting point of that is they have till 2021 to figure this rule out. So they've got a few years the NCAA is working on, but here's the kicker. Senator Richard Burr of North Carolina said, well, if this happens, I'm going to put a law out there that says now these college athletes are going to get taxed not only on the income that they're receiving from this new law or this new thing that the NCAA does about making money on their likeness, likeness, but he wants to tax also their scholarships. Here comes the government. Here comes the government. So that's going to be tough. And the flip side to this is the more popular schools that have large television contracts that do that are going to have an even greater advantage when recruiting people because they're going to say, hey, your YouTube channel is going to blow up if you're playing for us. It's on national TV. Exactly right. Hey, we're going to be back second hour with Cal, myself, Denise, and uh, Todd, not his brother David. So. uh, Join us next hour. We've got, we got a lot of things, especially a case or no case, coming up. And we always thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk and remind you that we're live 9 to noon Pacific on Saturdays, but you can catch our episodes all the time. We're there posting about a, two or three days after we do the show. So. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.